Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, what you need to know is that we've got another feel-good Lakers game story because for the second straight game, a lucky Lakers fan drilled a half-court shot to win tens of thousands of dollars. That is correct. A lucky fan won twenty-five grand after hitting the shot from 47 feet away. The winner is the 13th contestant to make it since the challenge started in 2006. The jackpot reset because on Monday, another fan hit the... The shot, and so then poor this guy. He does, you know, the next day he does the same thing, and he only gets twenty five grand. The other guy got seventy five. But anyway, it's going to be. Listen, it is what it is. Right. I mean, yeah, you you won. You you still got twenty five grand. It's better than nothing. And of course, this will be the last half court shot during a Lakers game at Crypto.com Arena for a while because they're heading to Milwaukee to join Sedano to start their six game road trip, which we're going to talk about next. Yep. Um, so, Cappy, how many chances do you think? I mean, half court shot is hard. Uh, I mean, you could literally take a hundred shots and probably not make it. What, like, could you hit an NBA three, like twenty three feet? How many shots do I get? How many do you think you need? I think I need ten. You think you 10? can make one out of ten? That's 10? it. Nah. No chance. No. No like, way. No. No, no way. Hit, you do can't it hit 10. one out of ten. No. Can no you hit way. One out of twenty. Mm, nah. Are you allowed to have? Are you allowed to have a running start? Maybe. We're talking about just running we're just talking stars. about standing yeah. there. You're talking about standing there by yourself. <laughs> are we talking about half court or NBA three? No, uh, just an NBA. An NBA three is far, dude. Right? No, no, I know. But I'm saying that if if you gave me ten shots from an NBA no. three point, no. I think I no, can make I don't one think of ten. Make one. No. no. How no. many? How many could you make, George? I, I don't think I can make one out of 10 sometimes. I mean, I've tried it, and there maybe sometimes I would probably go one out of 15 or 20 even. Okay. Laura, how many could you make? One out of 10? It could, just because of the distance. The di- oh, I'm it. talking about from like the, to- the top of the key. Yeah, no, I understand. I got it. I'm, I'm, I'm saying to you, I didn't go out earlier in practice, so I'm not bringing you real data. I'm just saying to you no, that no, if you I gave don't. me 10 shots from NBA mm. three-point range, I think I have a chance to make one. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not being okay. arrogant and going 4.5. I'm saying I maybe mean, one. Right. Ten's, ten's kind of a okay. low number. Yeah. How many, how many you know free throws? They give you ten free throws. How many do you make? Oh, free throws. Probably, I mean, I don't know. Without warming up? Probably yeah, half just, without warming up. Maybe so six, you know? Six without warming up. Five or six without warming up, yeah. Okay. Uh, Laura, how many free throws do you make? Maybe one or two. Okay. Linz? Out of ten? Yeah. I'd say I'd make like four. Yeah. Four is a pretty good number. I play horse a lot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, four is a good number. Yeah. <laughs> That might... <laughs> what? You guys know George horse. is the master That's of animal horrible. sound effects, right? I want what he's having. Yeah. Birds Seriously, and horses. what did they give you? I had the champagne hotel? earlier at the... Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. He's feeling himself because he had the little bubbly he... in the fruit plate and, really? the, and the candy. He does today. Yeah, we, me and Laura, that... we were just talking about that. He yeah. sent the pictures in the group chat of his fancy, yeah, he, he did. He his did. fancy five-star hotel. It, 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 it's, it's in the contract. It's a greeting... A greeting glass? No, it's not in the contract. It just happens to be this hotel does that. Um, the the hotel uh, greets you, it greets every guest with a uh, glass of champagne. I love it. And those. Um, 
and then uh, a, you know some M and M's and uh, and a fruit plate uh, when you get to the room. So the, no, the fruit plate, I that. believe that's not for every guest. I think that's just like an ESPN thing. They um, do for just to be nice. I was gonna say, are they thanking you for being like a lifetime platinum member? No, no. This is like a not oh, okay. one. Of, I don't think this is one of those chain hotels. Okay. I was gonna say because the one that I stayed in in Seattle, they did that, and it was like a little boutique hotel. It was really cute. Yeah, they, this is yeah. this is more boutiquey. Yeah, yeah, and they do that. I was like, oh, I love that. You're more expensive, now, but it, it's worth it. If I if I'm getting a fruit plate, what do you think Mike Breen and Jeff Van Gundy are getting? They're getting like lobster Ooh. tails probably in their rooms. That's in their contract. Yeah, mm. I'm sure. But uh, all right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Cappy, I think we should take you somewhere to shoot an NBA three, just to see, just to, just for bleeps and giggles, just not to see anywhere. how many, not, not how long anywhere. it would take you to make. Staples, you, yeah, of course. I want to go. I'm going to go to Staples before mm-hmm. the game. Walk out onto the floor and go. Give me ten shots. Let me see what happens. Well, I think we'd have to ask permission. I don't think you can just randomly go on there because I think the Redcoats would take you out pretty quickly. That's so there's true. That, so. How about if we go? How about if we go to the Laker facility? That might be a little easier to accommodate on a time when they're not there. Um, okay. That might be easier, I would say. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, it's a long shot. Don't get me wrong. But I still have the confidence that if you give me 10 shots, I can make one. Okay. I would love to see this. I think let's do it. I think we figure it out. We figure out a time to get you there. NBA 3. I think what you're going to realize is when you get to that top of the key, and you're going to shoot the first one. And it may be online. You're like, oh, that's going in. And then what's going to happen? It's going to be an air ball. Because that's what's happened to me when I've done it. The first the first couple of shots, I'm like, oh, I'm online. That's that's a swish. And it's like, Phew. and then just like air ball right, be- right before it hits the rim. Well, this whole thing started because earlier this week, the guy hit the half-court shot at the Laker game yeah. and won $75,000. Um, Lindsay, you're saying that it resets to 25? Like 25 yep. is the yep. base? Yep. Because after so-, so many games of someone not hitting it, I, I don't know how, how often and what the increment is, but after so many games of someone not hitting it, the pot builds just like the lottery. Okay, so if I give you yeah. 10 half-court shots, you think you can make any of the 10? I mean, that's, that's pure luck, right? I no, mean, that's yeah. just pure luck. I mean, it takes some skill. Right. Yeah. But I mean, if you're like, I, I, so if you're like someone who actually played basketball, you have a decent chance at it, you know? Well, I'll tell you who had a decent chance at it last night. My man Brody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brody. That's right. Brody hit a half court shot. He did, yes. Brody's in a house, Brody's Brody back. Brody, I mean, Brody's been back. gone for a long time, but Brody's back now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that ain't Russ out there. That's Brody. <laughs> What's the difference, Cap? Oh, it's totally different. Completely different. Totally different oh, guy. Yeah. yeah. Russ, is, Russ is the guy who you might have seen on the Lakers last year pouting and playing with a, a scowl on his face, and he's all upset when the fans are calling him West Brick, and he's talking about his family being insulted when he's at the games. Yeah. But Brody, Brody's, Brody's shimmying. He got a big old smile on his face. He loves his teammates. He loves to make great passes and set people up for success. He likes to drop bombs at the end of quarters, and the, and the end of a half he likes to hit a three-point, like a big old three-point shot. That's Brody. Yeah. Can Brody can Brody also be efficient when he plays the game? Because he was four fourteen yesterday. I don't know. Talk to him about that. Why don't you talk to him about that tomorrow oh, okay. before the game? You know, I'm just explain I'm just to curious. him his inefficiencies. 
Yeah. You know, I don't really know how to yeah. spell Brody, so I've been spelling it lots of different ways on Twitter. No, no I spelled it. I copy. I quote tweeted you in the circle of trust yesterday, and I spelled yeah. it correctly. For well, me. I don't really know. I mean, so like I spelled it on one tweet: B R O capital D, Bro D. Yes. Then I yes. spelled it B R O D Y, and then I right. even it's spelled B-R-O-D-I-E. it B R O D I E. Oh, there's yeah. an official spelling of a nickname, Bro D. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about B R O D E E, Bro D? No. Nope, no, 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 no. I mean, it could be, but, you know, just like other things, there's, like, actual names. It's like, Brody is also right. a name. Right, but does, yeah. but does our Brody actually, like, Oh, you're ever... Brody. Oh, he ain't your Brody? I'm just saying you said... Oh, he's not your Brody? I wonder how Brody Jenner spells his name. I'm gonna look that up. I think it's B-R... I feel like it's a Y. Yeah, it's a Y. I would spell it capital B, small R, small O, capital D. I think that's a much cooler spelling would, of Brody. Would you put a dash in there? <laughs> Brody. Bro-dash-D. Yeah, so then uh, you're underscore. like, like when you call me Brody, yeah, but, you're not calling me Brody like a name. You're calling me like Brody. The oh, the reason he's called Brody, he goes by Brody, is because his dog was also Brody. Well, I'm glad Wait, you cleared that's that why up because no that? one ever knew that before. I didn't know that. No, I didn't. Yeah, it, it's uh, he had a Maltese little little toy dog, and Aww. it was Brody. And like him and Brody are like Brodies, you know, like bro- brothers Brodies, you know, like buddies Brodies. Yeah, that's mm, not bro. This is new to me. I didn't yeah. know it either, Captain. Well, all I know I'm is this: is last year when what Russell if I'm Westbrook just completely signed? making that up and you're Are buying you? that? Are you? Because I didn't know that. <laughs> that could be. The I case. was about to Google it. That yeah, could I was be like, I didn't know. No, it is. It is. It, is, it had something to do with his dog. I don't remember oh, okay. specifically if it's a Maltese, but I was it like, might. Really? It, 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 I know. I know it has something to do with his dog. Actually, yeah. I mean, I give you props. You had us all going, so. Not me. I mean, you did for. I mean, I I I am fairly certain it has something to do with his dog, but um. And it might, and I know it's a toy dog, but I don't know if it's a Maltese That's or not. Funny. <laughs> I like that you tried to make it up though and get us, which you, you almost had us. So yeah, you, you say he wasn't all that true. efficient. You, you say he wasn't all that efficient last night, right? Um, he was not. Yeah. But how about Austin Reeves? Let me tell you one of the things I'm loving <laughs> about Austin Reeves right now. What are you loving about Austin Reeves? First of all, I love the effort. Okay. And I look, he's the only white guy on the team, right? So everybody compares him to Caruso, and he's diving for balls, and he's hustling up and down the floor, and he's trying on every play. Okay, fine. But I like the fact that he seems to be everybody's go-to guy. Like, after the game last night, he's being interviewed by Trudell, and LeBron comes over to him, and LeBron's all over him, and to the point where Reeves is like, man, get off of me. Like, he actually said to LeBron, get, get, stop touching me, you know? And then Brody came by, and Brody was showing him all kinds of love. It tells me that the team is starting to gel. There's something happening with the team, the chemistry, the locker room, the travel, being together, the guys. Well, they they better gel quick because they're about to play a really tough schedule coming up, (laughs) including a team that's won a championship in the last two years, so there's that, so... Well, uh, I mean, the likelihood of them winning this game tomorrow night at the box, I mean, I don't think there's much chance. I mean, people would probably look oh, at the I Lakers. Know. I mean, it's one game. Yeah, it's but, game I mean, NBA, but look, so. the Lakers. Well, we, got, we got a break, Cappy. Oh, we do? Gosh, I'm on, feeling yeah. like I'm on a good uh, roll. Did you not hear Lindsay say we got a break? No, I never you? heard her say that, no. Oh. I only I mean, said it to Sedano, so sorry. Yeah, that's what, hear oh. that, George? That's why. But you need to say it to him because he's the one talking. Well, I know. I'm just saying I can only <laughs> press one at a time, and usually I press both, oh. but, you know. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right, we'll break. Mobby. Um, but I, I do think that there are coalescing, Cappy. Yeah, they are. Yeah. All right, we got to break. Lars's break. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. That's true. Oh, yeah. I'll admit that. My love My don't love cost, don't a, cost thing. a thing. If you mean a thing, you mean a no. I love My don't love cost, don't a, cost thing. a thing. It's a great song, actually, if you think it about it. It is a good song. Very good song. Blake Harris believes you can pull up from deep, Cappy. He does? What's he saying? I mean, he's actually got a meme of a guy who's basically clanking everything. Really? Yeah. I just think if you give me 10 shots, I realize it's NBA three-point range. It's not college three-point range, and there's a big difference, and it's a... It's a longer distance, and you know, especially when you don't. Pl- I don't play basketball. You know, I don't go out to the JCC anymore, and like you know, go shoot around with the fellas. And mostly because I don't like shirts and skins, because I don't like to be on the skins because I'm gross, and I don't want to defend against the skins because they're gross. So I don't like mm-hmm. shirts and skins, and that's kind of what stopped me from playing JCC basketball. Do people still do that? Like, I don't know. That, do is they? that like what the standard? Yeah, is of course they do for pickup. Oh, yeah, yeah I mean, in like skins? places where it's warm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out on shirts and skins. Guys are gross. Okay. And uh, I'm speaking gross. real quick, bef- I, <laughs> before we get to, I want to talk some football here because there's football. an interesting situation with the Rams kind of brewing at the moment. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jovan Buha of The Athletic has a story out today about the Lakers basically saying that the Lakers trade options as of December 15th, uh, which is why they've kind of like started to kind of explore those options because December 15th is when guys who are traded for or sign new deals can be dealt for the most part, not all of them. Some are January 15th, but the vast majority of them can be dealt on December 15th. And he says that the Lakers are exploring three options according to sources. You ready, Cappy? You ready Go to ahead. hear? I'm ready to hear it. All right, path one is trade Russell Westbrook plus a pick or two for a star or a multiple multiple player haul. Okay, that's path one. Ready for path two? Writing these down, as a matter of fact, just so you know, George. Okay. Are you ready for path two then? Yep. Path two is to trade some combination of Patrick Beverly and Kendrick Nunn, which is probably, if I had to do the math in my head, 
probably or like around like 17 or 18 million dollars and picks one first round or maybe multiple second round picks for role players who better address the needs and upgrade the rotation. Path three would be two separate deals, one with Westbrook plus a first round pick, another using Beverly and none and a and a pick package as well. Okay, so um, high alert for Brody and for Pat Bev and for Kendrick Nunn. High alert. Mm -hmm. Because now everybody's thought process going into the season was this is all about getting rid of Russell Westbrook. Whatever we can do to get rid of Russell Westbrook. George, would you agree that Russell Westbrook has changed the minds of Laker fans that – Getting rid of Russell Westbrook was the priority preseason, but as of today, do you think getting rid of Russell Westbrook is still the top priority? Of smart Laker fans, yes. How about how about like average intelligent Laker fans like myself? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> right. So those of us of average intelligence <laughs> we are emotional. I like Russell Westbrook now. Wait a second. You hated him that yes. long ago. Correct. A year now, ago. Now, I mean that in like a, in a sports hate way, right, not in right. like a real hate way. Yeah. 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 A year ago, I hated him. Now I love him. Going into the season, hated him. Now I love him. In yeah. fact, I'll go so far as to say Russell Westbrook's my favorite player on the Lakers right now. What do you think of that? That's mid-level I mean, I intelligence bro. right there. That's mid-level. Yeah, that is mid-level. You'd be you. You know, it's and it's interesting because Kendrick Nunn also got the mid-level exemption, and you're willing to trade him. So there you go. It all makes sense now. Well, I do think this is interesting that we're talking about three potential transactions. You said Russ for a star and one of the two picks that we've all been talking about, twenty-seven and twenty-nine, or maybe it's. Well, it says a pick. No, no. It it said plus a pick or two. Okay, plus a pick or two. Either or. Yeah. Okay. Um. Pat Bev and Kendrick Nunn for role players. Right. No, but that also there's got to be at least a pick in there or maybe a bunch of seconds or something like that. Okay. And then finally, ultimately, two separate deals. One is for Westbrook. Get rid of him. Go in this direction. Get rid of Patrick Beverly and, Tr- and Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. They're going in a different direction. Yep. Mm-hmm. And three mm-hmm. guys maybe wind up bringing mm-hmm. back four or five or six different pieces. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Maybe not that many pieces, but probably well, like how many? You know, four or three five? or four. Okay, probably like four. four. It sounds right. Three or four. Yeah. How do you think Patrick Beverly's feeling right about now? Wait a second. Whoa, hold on. I, what? I, what do you mean, me? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think he cares. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm sure he'd love to be here, but it's just like you know, he he's probably maybe he's not as great a fit as he thought, and maybe that he thinks there's a place he's a better fit. So maybe uh, Kendrick Nunn. He's probably like, wait, really? Like, do I have any value? Does anybody even want me? Come on, I barely played. I, and I barely uh, played that, this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what is yeah, his that, value? That one is, is interesting. Yeah. So I don't know what his value is. No, there's not much value there, I think, on his own, other than his contract is like $6 million or so. If I told you you could trade Russ and a first-round pick and get a star, or you could trade Beverly and none and bring back and a, and a pick and bring back multiple role players, and you could only do one or the other, which one would you prefer to do? Well, it says here that the according to Yovan Buha of the Athletic that the Russ 
trade could potentially bring back, you know, multiple players as well. Like it, it doesn't have to be just like one guy. Like right. in obviously Indiana, right, is an mm-hmm. example, right? They would bring back two guys mm-hmm. uh, in that scenario. So I mean, I I think they need more than one guy. I mean, it just depends who that one guy is, right? But I think in general they need more than one guy. Me personally, I've been saying this for a long time, and this is where I'm at on it. I'd rather mm-hmm. keep Brody, not oh, Russ, yeah. Brody. Brody. Yeah. I'd rather keep Brody. And if I can get better role players for Patrick Beverly and Kendrick Nunn, I'd like to do that, and I'd like to actually keep Russ on this team for this year. Okay. Now, let me, let me jump in since you mentioned Brody again. I did look it up on the internet, and I was right. Uh, this is from a Thunder blog site uh, that covers the Thunder. And it says, often a player has, can have copious uh, amounts of nicknames. Russell Westbrook, for example, has many different nicknames. The list has included his dog's name, The Brody. Some originally thought this nickname may be tied to the Wire television show and a character named Bodie. But Westbrook, um, who looks a bit like that actor, uh, plays the part uh, in that regard. Uh, so that's why people thought it was that. But therefore, it was presumed that's where it originated. But research confirms his Maltese dog, I was right about that, uh, is named Brody. Wow. I would prefer if uh, when I'm really, really hot and I'm having a good time, I'm dancing around, big smile on my face, and I'm kicking ass on the radio, if everybody would start calling me the Jack. That's my dog's name, Jack. And then, you know, okay. that'll be my nickname. Okay. The Jack. Right. There you have it. Slept I mean, I could call you Jack. Night. Like like jackass, but I mean, well, I mean, you called me Jack Face, which was not very nice. Jack Face, yeah, yeah Jack Face, that you know, yeah, Stop Jack. You like dog. Jack Face better than Jackass? I don't know. It depends on the circumstances. What do you prefer? Mm. Jack Face is a little meaner. I got to be honest with you oh, because really? of what the real intent. What the real intent is there? <laughs> What's your? Uh, do you have a dog? <laughs> we don't have a dog at this stage. Have you ever had a dog life. in your life? We've had multiple, many dogs over the years. What was the favorite name of all of your dogs you've ever had? I had a dog named Riley, named after uh, Patrick James Riley. That's perfect. So you see, when you do something really well, I'm going to call you Riley rather than George. When when Russ does something really great, I call the man Brody. And you can call me Jackie. We'll all use our doggy nicknames. Doggy it up. All right, dog. We got to go to break. All right. So real quick. Radio Tinder's coming up next. At 5.45, our guy Blake Harris, our Dodger baseball insider, is going to stop by. Yo, the winter meetings are in like a couple of days. Like, things are getting hot around here in regards to Major League Baseball. So Blake is going to hit us up, uh, and we'll talk to him about that. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm just letting this play out for a second. What a great theme. Really is. 
Anybody watch YNR? Nope. But I like the song. Nope, not my thing. I feel like I caught a little bit of it. Did, was Days of Our Lives NBC or were they CBS? I think Days of Our Days Lives, of our was lives NBC. is NBC. Yeah. What a great song. They should use this on Game of Thrones. <laughs> I think it kind of already like is attached to quite a, you know... Iconic. Legendary. Iconic, that's the word. Yes. Uh, just move it around Iconic a little bit. Show. A little different arrangement. Fits right on House of the Dragon. <laughs> okay. Those are Thanks, ears, Christopher! <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. All right, so anyway. Uh, Cappy, I feel like you like this question a lot here. Apparently, a lot of people use their portable devices, whether it's their phone, their tablet, gaming consoles, whatever, while they're on the toilet. A recent study of 10,000 adults revealed that 65% of respondents said they use their phones in the bathroom. But is it healthy to sit on the toilet with a phone? Mm. Gastroenterologists say that you shouldn't spend more than 10 minutes doing this. It could lead to hemorrhoids. It could also, there's also risk of your body starting to ignore its own signals without getting too graphic there. Plus, bathrooms are just generally speaking, they're gross and filled with germs and you can spread them and catch them and all kinds of fun stuff. Do you guys use your phone or iPad for more than 10 minutes at a time on the toilet? Swipe left or swipe right. Cappy, you go first. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you think? I think definitely, yes, you do. You're guilty, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I am. It's true. I'll go in, take a seat, get on my phone. And once I go through Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, a couple of email accounts, maybe a website or two, before I know it, my legs are sound asleep because my elbows are resting on my legs. Time. And when I get up, I can see these red marks on my legs, and my legs have like pins and needles in them because I've been sitting so long, and I've been, yeah, I'm disgusting. I'm in there for a long time with my phone. Not me, dude. I'm in and out, man. I want to get. I don't want to be in there very long. Like I, that to me, that's not a thing. Like, um, yeah, and, and I, I'm just like, I don't want to get hemorrhoids. Like, who wants that? So wait, so why why do you get hemorrhoids if you're on the can for a long time? Because you're the way you're sitting. Mm-hmm. It puts pressure on that area, and that creates hemorrhoids. Did you know that, like, basically the, the reason... The gist of it. Yeah, the, and, like, generally speaking, most people, like, humans as a whole, they don't... they don't. What's the word? They don't use that the right way, and that's why... Do you guys ever hear of that invention, like, the squatty potty? Love the squatty yeah, potty. Because Love a squatty it's potty. It's not natural to sit on a toilet the way that people do, because... It has to do with your digestive system and hemorrhoids being one of those things and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, like just generally speaking, it's not really like the best way to do that. George, you got a squatty yeah. potty in, in the out, house? Bro. Um, we don't have a squatty potty in squatty the house. We actually got rid of all, we've all got rid of all potties in the house with the uh, children uh, now using actual toilets. I don't know, but they, see, no the kids, kids would love the squatty potty. Squatty potty is like a little yeah. thing you put down for your feet. And what it does is it lifts no, up your feet and it lifts up your uh, knees. And then instead of being at a 90 degree angle, you're at like a 75 degree angle. And that's supposed to be better yeah. to move things down. Yeah. Love a Chris squatty potty. Chris just says take some Metamucil twice daily and you'll be out in 60 seconds flat. Oh, that's probably a good point. 
You know, I had an, my yeah. ex boyfriend used to sit in the bathroom for no joke, like an hour. My brother in law does this too, like <laughs> oh an hour God. to That's an hour crazy. and a half. He would take his computer in there and sit in there. And I'm like, what are you doing in there? <laughs> It's weird. Well, Mason has openly talked about taking his laptop in there. Oh, yeah. Dude, old school, back in the day, my grandfather, we only had one bathroom in the house. My grandfather would go in with the newspaper, and dude, I mean, when he came out, you didn't go near that thing for a good hour, hour and change. Well, that's what I wonder, yeah. because like, yeah. especially with my brother-in-law, like obviously him and my boyfriend, they'd come out of the bathroom and it, it would both, you know, both of them stink up the bathroom pretty good, I guess I'm saying. And what I want to know is like, why do you want to sit in there that long when it smells that bad? Like, no, 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 no. That's there? not right. No, you have it all no, wrong. No, it doesn't smell to you as, right. it doesn't smell as much to you. Oh. No, to you it smells good. Yeah, I, I, I Well, it doesn't even that. smell in some cases. You can't really smell your own poop. I mean, if you can smell your own poop, you know it's really bad. Oh, no, I can all the time. But you enjoy it? Yeah, then you know it's really bad. Do you guys want to know what it smells you like? You literally just said you enjoy it. No. <laughs> no. Let's move on, know. Lindsay. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Next. Oh, my gosh. All right. So I recently Laura. watched this movie called The Immaculate Room. It's about a couple mm. who competes for a $5 million prize by isolating themselves in an empty white room for 50 days. It's like, I don't know, like size-wise, it's probably about as big Bro. as like three of our studios, right? Mm-hmm. They only have the basics, just a shower, a bed, and food. Everything else is completely white. They don't have any pencils, papers, nothing to pass the time, nothing, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have phones, family, only the room that's trying to break their resolve. Do you guys think that for $5 million, you could make it 50 entire days in an empty room with your partner? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano. Empty room? Like nothing, nothing, like no, nothing. You you have a bed, a shower, and food, and that's it. And it's not like good food. Oh, oh yeah, and a, and a toilet. Yeah. Oh, okay. squatty potty. Yeah, right. Um, you have nothing else, nothing to keep yourself. I can't take a book or anything. Nope, nothing. I mean, she and I can talk for a long time. Like, I mean, I feel like the only how big thing is the space is, again? But fifty days. I want to say, let's say it's the size of like a basketball court. They they just end up staring at the clock, but, and then at one point the guy gets like yeah, but but you have but I think if it's that big, you know, like you said, like like the size of a full length basketball court, like you at least can have your own space. Like you can be on one side, you can be on the true. other. You can have your own alone time. So yes. I, I I mean I my wife and I generally like we generally get along pretty well. Like I would say there's maybe three or four times a year we have one of those like snarky fights like a quick little snarky fight we don't fight that much so we can't we tendly tend to like just understand each other um so in the sense and i don't mean that like that we're always like oh yay i love being around you it's just we just get each other's signals sometimes uh or most of the time so i feel like if you have that in a, in a, that amount of space i still feel like you can just kind of be on your own now i think that part would be hard on your own like you don't have a book to read or a, or a tv to watch or like a phone um, that That's part would be more challenging right. than, than the together part. Well, they all they have in the entire room is a clock counting down the time left. Oh, no. And they, yeah, they start weird. to crack after like mm, two weeks, I want to say. But it's just funny because yeah, no. like, I thought like just upon hearing it, I was like, oh, I could do that for $5 million. But then like watching it, which is it's very realistic as to like what, what you would, would probably happen to you in your mind. I feel like you probably spend less time than that. Like. If you put all the time you spend together with your wife in your lifetime, it probably does not equal 50 days. Like, there's no way it equals 50 whole days. It might not. I mean, who knows? I don't know. Uh, I mean, if there were, if I had, like, at least a book to read or something, nope. then yes. But you are if, not allowed to have without a Without it, no. Nothing. Is this Wait, a real game it, show? Yeah. It's a movie. Oh, oh a movie. 
Yeah, and there, there's like a lady have sex, that's right? like, well, you can, but like, well, you know, right, because you can have sex for sure. Yeah, that's, like, that's all you yeah. get to do. Yeah, yeah, that's that's then they get bored of that if, yeah. after a while. I mean, that's I mean, good I, too, though. I don't know, Cap. Yeah, what about you? Do you think? Well, you I mean, in 50 days, Laura. I mean, think about how long the sex would take. You know what I'm saying? I mean. I said 15 <laughs> minutes, and you were like, "Ugh, what's wrong with you?" And I was like, "Okay, well, but I'm with 50 not days, saying you're gonna do it for the entire time." For no, the 50, but 50 you days, know? you can take your time, right? Well, that's like the only thing to do besides take a shower and like brush no. your teeth. No, you could do push-ups, you could do sit-ups, you could do squats. You could work out. Yeah. You could work out, but 50 days is a long time. 50, but George, 50 days in an all-white room with a clock yeah, that counting you down. Yeah. Then when you yeah, finally that part get is out, the you're like. Bl- Right. You're like, well, I can't even see anything because I've been in a white room for 50 days. Yeah. My answer is no chance. Can't yeah, do it. No way. No way. All right. What's next? All right. So Sony's latest gadget is a set of wearable motion trackers designed to bring users into the metaverse on their phones. It's called the Mokopi system, and it consists of six pucks that are worn around your wrists, your ankles, your head, and your hips. And they are used to animate avatars inside various metaverse apps on Android phones and iPhones. They cost $360, and they're launching in January. And I just want to know if this sounds like something you guys would want to try. Make it, like, super realistic in the metaverse. I'm game for it. Why not? Whatever. Let's give it a shot. I haven't entered the metaverse yet. Has anybody here entered the metaverse? No. I have not. Put those Oculus goggles Mm -hmm. on one time. Oh, yeah, I did do that once, but um, does that count? Is that the metaverse? Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure it is. Oh, is, that, is there only one verse, or are there multiple verses? No, there, no, there's a lot of ways you can belong to the metaverse, but that's one way, yeah. Oh. I mean, I've been I've been in a metaverse, if you want to call, like, augmented reality. I used to play a lot of Pokemon Go, but, like, I didn't, you know, there's no, like, Oculus or anything. It's just on your phone. Hmm. But it was cool. Cappy, what about you? I've only used the uh, virtual reality goggles a couple of times, and I use them for adult content. So and you would probably like these pucks then that help, you know, make things more interactive, right? I don't know. Put the, the, them on your hands, your feet, and your, your hips. Like, I feel like that would probably help, Cap. I put my hands up on your hips. When you dip, I dip. We dip. that have anything to do with this? Mm, no. Yeah. I don't think I'm in the metaverse yet. I don't think I'm into it yet. My nephew asked for a bunch of uh, VR Oculus games or whatever for his headset for Christmas. And I was like, he's 11. How many of these games are there? You know what my daughter just asked me for? My my, my daughter just asked me for, and tell me if you guys think, you know the new Apple, like they're not AirPods, they're like headphones, right? Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? What is it? I mean, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I I'll Google what, it. Why? She the wants new, to get them. Yeah, for her. She, she's like, hey, she's like, hey, Dad, you know these things are uh, they're on sale. So I looked them up. I'm like, dude, they're 500 bucks. She goes, yeah, but on Amazon right now they're 350. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, why do I want headphones to walk around with to use my phone? Don't I want little buds to put in my ears? Mm, well, I feel like you're also like too old for the headphones. I feel like that's a young people thing. Yeah, no, not me. She, this is her. She's 19. She wants the AirPods Max. Oh, for her, then, yeah. yes. Um, I actually saw, there was, I don't know who he was, because I don't know that genre super well, but there was definitely some, like, 80s rocker guy on one of my flights the other day, um, coming back from wherever the hell I was coming, oh, from Phoenix, and he was wearing big headphones while talk, that were connected to his phone, and he was talking to people. Yeah, what are they called, Laura? Apple what? Airpo- AirPods Max. AirPods Max. Wait, their headphones are called yeah. AirPods? Yeah, they're AirPods Max. That's dumb. See, that's I what I was confused. all confused. Right. Yeah. Because I have the AirPods Pro 
and then the the second gen AirPods. And then I was like, oh, they have because I love I like headphones. You know, we use them here in studio, whatever. But I'm like, I see people at the gym, and I see I'm like, yeah, they're they're bulky. I don't want to bring that around with my phone. That's weird. Yeah, I'm looking at here. AirPods Max. That's what the guy had. The guy who was mm-hmm. definitely like some sort of '80s rocker guy because everybody was trying to take pictures with him. Yeah, so that's like the new thing because they're retro and they look like old school and stuff. No, so no, that's no, what no. they did. I I have like my Bose headphones, but I only use those on like the plane because they're noise canceling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they look like nice headphones, but why do I want to talk on the phone on these headphones yeah. versus AirPods? I'm with you on that one. Yeah, Cap. I'm with you, Cappy. No, no. No go. There's a reason yeah. why we have evolved from those things into these things, right? Yeah, I thought everything was getting smaller right. and more compact and easier to use and whatever. Easier to carry around. These Gen oh. Zers, they got to bring back everything from the past. Facts. There it is. That's what it is. They don't know how to do anything uh, original around here, these Gen Zers. All right. Speaking of Gen Zers, Blake Harris. That is Radio Tinder. Uh, each and every day, brought to you by friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. So Blake Harris, our Dodger insider, our baseball insider. Hot stove is coming up here next week. There's a lot of, obviously, you know, rumors circulating about the Dodgers and everywhere in regards to Major League Baseball. Aaron Judge, obviously, is a big topic of discussion. So we'll get to all that. Discuss the winter meetings with Blake next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what we need to do, Capi? Tell me. We need to go out with Escot again and Beto Duran. I would love to do it. That was, the, that was one of the best times of the summer. Just a total impromptu, let's go on a taco tour. And it was me, Beto, Chris, Laura, Josh from our social media team. Laura, was there anybody else that I'm missing? Funchy. Oh, Funchy. How could I forget? Oh, Funchy, Funchy was there, yeah. Funchy was there. How could I forget? Yeah. Sorry, Funchy. So... L- he, I got an idea. How about we do this? Mm-hmm. How about we do with like the circle of trust? We mm-hmm. do like a, a, instead of like a bar crawl, a taco crawl. I love that idea. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just looking at next week's schedule. We're off so much because the Lakers are on the East Coast. Yeah, but I'm out of town. I got a game. I have a, I'm looking at a date right here for a taco tour, George, giving people enough time to make their plans. How's Tuesday? No, let's do it like in like January or February, bro. Oh, all right. You want to plan it out that far. See, I like to just get on it. Yeah, give people time. I might be into my my New Year's diet by then. Eh, probably not. Who are you fooling? You were supposed to be on a diet September 6th, too. I walked by a mirror today in my house, and I'm like, who is that? Then I looked at myself, and I'm like, oi vey, is that me? And I looked at my belly, and I'm like, is that that really me? Hmm. Decided yeah, I was going to try and you. do 100 you, push-ups during the show. I'm only 20 in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. At, at commercial uh, let's break, bring so on Blake. Back with, uh, with, with I'm out of breath, you know. Yeah. Now we know why. Let's bring on Blake. Blake, um, would you be in on that if we did like a taco crawl instead of a bar crawl? A taco crawl, bar crawl, whatever it is, I, uh, I owe one after missing out on the last live show. So whatever the crawl is, 
I'll make it happen. Yeah. You know, I ate 12 tacos last time we did one of these crawls. Oh, my <laughs> bad. Laura just, Laura just corrected me. She told me I, did, I ate 11. <laughs> one right. down. Uh, right. Beto just texted me. He says, December is tamales. Taco tour in January. Ooh. Yo, my mom is making tamales for like a bunch of people. Her tamales are bomb. Yeah. Really? Can she make a few extra? Sure. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, so, Blake, speaking of extra, um, the Dodgers are going to be looking for some extra players, obviously, in the next uh, couple of days. So, like, it, what is like the hottest rumor right now with them that you think is actually feasible? I think the hottest rumor that seems like it's just gaining more and more steam is Justin Verlander. I mean, at this point, it seems like the Dodgers are the favorites to sign him, and it seems like if they don't sign him, it's going to come as a surprise. Today there was an article, and I think it was some MLB executive that said pretty much they expect him to go to the Dodgers. If it's not Houston, which a lot of people don't expect him to go back as the Astros don't want to pay him that much money, a lot of people think it's going to be the Dodgers for one of those one- or two-year deals where they just give them 35 to $40 million for one season. So it seems like that rumor, which is something we weren't really even expecting or anticipating entering the offseason, it looks like it's starting to maybe come to fruition. So I think out of all the rumors out there right now, uh, Justin Verlander to the Dodgers is the one that I think uh, has a lot of truth and momentum to it. Mm, I don't know about that. I mean, I know that the rumor's right, but... I don't know. Do I want to give a guy 40 years old? And Lindsey's made a very compelling case that he's coming off one of his best years, believe it or not, this far mm-hmm. into his yeah. incredible career. The best year of his career. But do I really want to give a 40-year-old guy a massive amount of money, especially if it's just a one-year deal? You know, and then all of a sudden he, I, I mean, you know, listen, he becomes an old guy? Cappy, the, the, you know, you're a 50-year-old guy and the station just gave you a lot of money. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. You know, Cap brings up a good point, though. You know, a 40-year-old guy, do you want to be giving him $40 million? I don't know. I'm with you, Cap. Uh, you know, age is – I get age is just but a number, but uh, when you're giving someone $40 million, it's a little worrisome. Yeah. Hey, Blake, I want to know this. Is it do, – do I sense this correctly, that the Dodgers organizationally – just anticipate Trey Turner is gone. Because last year we all knew Corey Seager was going to go, but that was because the Dodgers had Trey Turner. Is it foregone that Trey Turner will not be back? It kind of seems that way. I mean, as the offseason's gone on, he's been attached to a number of teams, and the Dodgers are just kind of in the back burner. If I were to guess, I think they have a number of years and dollars in mind that they've probably either already presented or they're planning on presenting. And they say, listen, this is our offer. This is the highest we'll go. And they're in a situation where if he takes it, great. Like, that's great for them. But if he doesn't, he takes more money elsewhere. I think they're kind of anticipating that. So that, that's my guess. It doesn't seem like they're making too much of an effort to really step up to the plate. I heard today that it looks like he's anticipating getting eight years for $250 million, which is significantly less. I think $75 million less than what Corey Seager got. So if the Dodgers were willing to give Corey Seager $300 million, they'd be willing to give Trey Turner $250 million. But then again, all his attachments to the East Coast, maybe he wants to go back home. So if the Dodgers truly want Trey Turner back in Los Angeles, I think they'll make every effort to do that. But I don't think he's their uh, biggest priority. And like I said, uh, I don't think they're going to go over the top in order to uh, try and re-sign him. I don't get that at all. Now, I don't get it. And now, how, I'm rooting for anarchy here, Blake. 
I want at this point just give, give me Verlander and Correa on the Dodgers, and I want to yeah. see how the Dodger fan twists themselves into a pretzel. Chaos. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said like a month ago, I think George, when I was like, you know what? Let me just get the absolute master plan of chaos, where you just sign Aaron Judge, move, move Mookie to second, bring in Carlos Correa, bring in Justin Verlander. I mean, just just give the Dodgers like one season of being the most hated team in all of baseball. I think it'd be kind of fun, but uh, knowing the no, Dodgers, but, but, but here's the some, thing: uh, with, with, <laughs> with Judge, though, like I, I just feel like that's such a pipe dream. Like, I, let me tell you. Yeah. If the New York Yankees let Aaron Judge go after the season he had where he literally led in almost every major statistical category, like it would be it would it would be unprecedented for a team like that to let someone like that go. Yeah, I, I agree. And it sounded like today it's kind of between the Yankees and Giants, so at this point it's probably who can outbid the other team. And, you know, if the Yankees somehow let him go then it's going to be because the Giants just overpay and really go over the top in order to try to get him. But like I said in weeks past, if the Yankees are offering him $300 million and the Giants are offering him $325 million, once you get to a certain $100 million mark, isn't it all the same? I mean, I get it, you know, it's no. $25 million more, but how much money, you know, can you really have? Depends. I mean, you got to do the I, tax I work, Blake. Cap. You got you got to you got to have your your accountant do the tax work and figure it out. I mean, the tax work in, in San Francisco and New York is fairly similar. I would say. I don't know. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. I mean, I would guess that well, New York I, and California I, I, is I not mean, that far off. Yes, yes. As someone who who is who, I mean, you lived in in that area for a I while. Did. You know, I did. That's right. You know, George, it's funny you just said that about rooting for chaos because with Blake being here, um, you know, Blake talks to us about the Dodgers. We also usually throw in college football, guys. I'm rooting for chaos this weekend in college football. I want USC to win Friday night, but then I want Kansas State to beat TCU. I want LSU to beat Georgia, and I want Purdue to beat Michigan, and I want to see college football go total chaos as well. So, George, you want chaos in baseball? I want chaos in college football this weekend. Okay, Blake cool. Feedback. I mean, I, Blake I, feedback. I don't, that was to you, Blake. Blake. Do you think that that's? Do you think that's feasible? Do you think that's possible? Like chaos in college football? If uh, Cappy would have said this a week ago, one hundred percent. But the fact that like LSU lost, I think this past weekend, Clemson lost. I mean, there was a chance that there were probably seven to eight teams that were still alive in the playoff run. But I think we're at the point now where the only question mark with the entire playoff rankings is probably going to be USC. Because I think if Georgia loses, Michigan loses, TCU loses, that's all their first loss of the season. And I think they're guaranteed a spot. But things are going to get pretty, pretty interesting if USC drops a game this weekend to Utah, especially if it's a close loss. Maybe the committee says we'll have our first two-loss team in. Maybe they'll go to Ohio State. So, unfortunately for Cappy, I I don't think he's going to be getting quite the chaos he's wanting. Uh, but it's going to have to come at, at the hands of a USC loss if he wants things to get kind of interesting for the committee. No, I don't want USC to lose, and if USC were to lose, they're not making it into the playoff with two losses to Utah. No chance. Yeah, it's going to be tough, but uh, I I think the Trojans uh, come out with the victory. I think it's like a two-and-a-half point spread for USC. I, I think they win by double digits this weekend. 
Well, and and by the way, I don't want Cappy any more predictions on USC because every time you predict something on USC, like the they do, they, they still win, but the opposite happens. You've said like they're gonna dominate UCLA and whoever else they played or whatever, and then it's like the nail biter of nail biters basically. And the two games you said would be blowouts. Yep, I actually thought USC was gonna beat up on UCLA. Did not happen that way. That is absolutely one hundred percent correct. I don't remember the other one, but um, it was probably Utah. It probably was the first time they went to Utah. Like they're gonna kill Utah, yeah. right? So. You're like you're out here trying to you know you know flexing, and then 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 they have close games. Don't say anything about that stuff anymore. Just say they'll win. Just leave it at that. Is that what I was doing? Flexing? You were flexing. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't fronting, and I wasn't <laughs> flossing. So stupid. I was just flexing. You're so stupid. No, it's true. Uh, Blake, Blake, <laughs> thank you for putting up with our nonsense as always. Uh, we appreciate it. We will talk to you next week. Hey, no worries. And uh, Cappy, if you're given 10 shots at a three pointer, I believe in you. You can drain one. Come on, one, dude? No, you Just can't. one. Yes, dude. No. George, no when you are a world class athlete, even though I'm 52 years old, in your mind, yeah. you're still a world class yeah. athlete. So you, you problem okay. solve, you figure it out. Yeah. Didn't you, weren't you a world-class kicker and then almost like pulled like your calf muscle or something when you tried to do it at SoFi that one that day with true. Laura? That is That is accurate. That's yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just making sure to remember that properly. Uh, all right. Blake Harris. Follow him on Twitter at Blake Harris TBLA. Follow his podcast. Subscribe to that. At, uh, it is the something, The Ravine. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, what is it called? Blake, what's inside the, the ravine? Inside the ravine. There yes, inside go. the ravine. Sorry, 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 sorry. Inside the ravine. Uh, and of course, his Substack, as I mentioned, always subscribe there. Don't be cheap like Happy. Uh, Blake, always a pleasure, brother. Talk to you soon. Hey, thanks so much, guys. Enjoy the rest of your week and have a great weekend. Bye, Balake. You too, pal. Hey, real quick, Cappy, I just want people to know um, this Sunday mm-hmm. at LA Live, right there mm-hmm. downtown. If you are around in that downtown L.A. area, feel free to stop by. They're doing a food drive at L.A. Live for the holidays on Sunday, December 4th. Uh, They'll be there most of the day. So make sure you get out there. I believe KTLA might be doing it with them as well. So I think it's on their website. Um, L.A. Live, AEG. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, people who own the the buildings over here where we we do the show. Mm -hmm. So they're doing a food drive down there by the ice rink. So come down there. On Sunday, uh, I believe it's on our ESPN Los Angeles Twitter uh, account as well. They uh, they posted it somewhere. So uh, get out there and do be part of the food drive. Help some people get some some meals uh, this holiday season. So Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.